Welcome to the Devote Digital Marketing Podcast. Get ready to learn the latest tactics and strategies that'll take your business to the next level. And here are your hosts, Carly Andrews and Marcel Paul. Hello and welcome to episode five of the seven episode mini-series. In today's episode, we're talking about Google organic versus paid. So you probably know what Google is already. Uh, but you may not know that Google is actually the biggest search engine in the world. So it's used by millions of users every single day, which means that it presents itself for a, a huge marketing opportunity for any business. Um, now, when it comes to Google, there's actually two different ways that you can show up in the, the Google listings there. So when you do any type of Google search, the top uh, four positions are normally taken by paid advertising spots. Um, And it turns out that actually over 60% of people can't actually tell the difference between a paid ad and the other type, which is an organic listing. So a paid ad is the the, uh, ad that has a little uh, green ad logo next to it. Um, And then underneath those, you have organic listings. So depending on whatever the key search term is that you're searching, there's not always going to be four paid ads. And in some instances, there may be no paid ads if no one's actually targeting uh, that key search phrase. Uh, however, in most cases, and, and certainly for most popular key search terms, uh, there's there's four paid ads at the top, uh, and in some instances, there's a map following it, and then you'll actually have the organic search listings under that. Yeah, and basically the opportunity that Google search affords us is the ability to get in front of people at the exact time when they're searching for our product, our service, our brand, or a competitor. Um, So you can basically organically or if you pay for it, uh, rank for absolutely any search term or search phrase that anyone puts into Google. So that uh, that as as an opportunity in and of itself is um, what makes and breaks businesses these days. If you're not in Google and you've got a service or a product, basically, you know, you're really going to struggle to get any kind of traction, any traffic, any sales. Uh, so you need to be in Google and preferably you, you need to be on the on the first page because people just don't click through to that second page. So you need to be on the first page and it's also the top three listings that get uh, 85% of the clicks as well. And so really the aim of the game is to list organically and or uh, under AdWords for the exact keywords and phrases that matter to your business. And there's a, many ways that we can do this. So under with, with organic, if you're ranking organically, that means that you take that number one spot and you don't have to pay for that spot. But we do want to uh, premise this by saying that uh, organic doesn't mean free because to get that organic listing, um, you're actually going to have to put in a lot of work over a long period of time in terms of your website uh, architecture, its backlinks, your page speed, your content, all of these different factors are basically how Google matches what someone is searching with your website. So Google is essentially just a matchmaker between something someone is searching and whatever is on your website. And you can tell them what your website is about and what you want to rank for organically. There's over 200 factors that determine whether or not your website's going to rank for a a particular search term. 
Um, and, it, and it does get really complex. Um, and, and it really starts from the point that you're building the website when you choose where you're hosting your website, what your website domain name is. And then it goes right down to when you're creating content, when you upload an image, whether that image is named correctly or whether your page title with your H1, H2, H3 tags uh, are appropriate to the key search terms that you're trying to rank for. So businesses will put hours and hours and even actually years and years into um, into trying to rank organically for particular key search terms. Um, and, and it may even be the case that even sometimes after years of effort, you still may not be able to outrank uh, a particular competitor or other businesses. So um, Google kind of awards your domain with a, a site authority. And unless you kind of uh, gain the trust of Google and get that site authority, uh, it's going to be really hard for you to rank organically. So I guess that's where paid comes into it. So if you have a new, a brand new domain or a brand new website um, with with Google AdWords, which is how you rank uh, through the paid method, um, you can rank instantly right up the top in the first first place just by paying. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the thing with with organic, like we said, it's not really free because you've put so much effort to get to that point. Uh, if you're ranking organically number one, that's fantastic. But um, the, the statistics say that actually people can't tell the difference between a paid listing and an organic listing like Marcel and so, said. And so at the moment, uh, Google actually makes 97% of their revenue from this paid advertising from AdWords and its other advertising platforms. And so what that means is they really want to give uh, preference to people who are advertising with the platform and give a lot of real estate on that first page to those people. So even if you're number one for every single fantastic keyword and search term that is relevant to your business, which would be quite rare and quite hard to achieve, even if you're number one, you're actually still number five because you've got four paid ads above you and now you've also got just as much real estate on that first page taken up by a big maps listing as well. And so that's, if you can imagine someone on a mobile phone, which is where majority of searches are happening right now, they are searching for, uh, you know, their local chiropractor. They're going to have to scroll a long way past four paid ad listings that have a lot more real estate on that front page because they've got these things called extensions, which show opening hours, phone numbers, uh, categories on the website, call outs, all of this information that you can pay to have on that first page of, of Google. And so if someone searches on their phone, they're going to have to scroll a long way down past those four ads and past the maps listing before they even get to a number one organic listing. And it's a little bit sad really, because unfortunately it means that these businesses who have been around for, you know, up to 15 years, um, you know, then they're potentially losing out on a lot of the leads, even if they're, you know, the best in the business or they have the highest site authority, um, you know, the, the paid ad guys are, are taking over at the moment. And I guess the other thing is that even if, even if you're working in a super tech-savvy industry and all of the people in your demographic know that you're running paid promotions, they're paid ads, if you're in that really small segment of people that are aware of paid ads, um, chances are they're still probably going to click your ad anyway. It's not the fact that if someone knows that it's a paid ad, they're not going to click it. Um, like Carly said, you've still got a, a really long scroll before you get right down the bottom to those organic listings. And with paid searches, you can't actually just 
necessarily outbid everyone else just by paying extra amounts. There's still uh, a ranking algorithm within those top four paid searches. So say you were, say you were trying to rank for the keyword chiropractor Brisbane. There might be 20 chiropractors in Brisbane, which means that Google in some, some method uh, has to work out which four are going to show first and then amongst those four, which one's going to be first, second, third, and fourth. So there's actually a, a ranking algorithm that determines which uh, paid listings are going to come up first and then which ones might show on the second page or down the bottom of the first page um, and so on. So the paid listings don't necessarily mean they're not relevant. In fact, they're usually really relevant, um, which is why it's it, it makes just as much sense to put as much time and effort into Google AdWords as it does into uh, building out your organic listings. Mm, that's exactly right. And in fact, the uh, the data also says that if you were to go into business today and you were to rely purely on organic uh, search to to get business and to get leads and traffic, your business you would actually be out of business before your website even ranked. Um, so you essentially, if you're new to the game and you don't have any other traffic sources in terms of, you know, if you don't have a large customer database or some kind of large referral scheme going on, you need to be ranking at the top of that first page. And to do that, you're going to need to pay uh, to do it. And, you know, just like we, we touched on with Facebook, it's, it's often it's a, it's a pay to play game these days. Even if you've, you know, someone is searching for your business name exactly. If someone was searching for, you know, um, Danny's Chiropractor Brisbane uh, and, and that's your practice name, if I have another practice, I could actually buy the right to show above your organic listing for your actual business name. So, and that's that's not illegal. It's not against copyright because I'm not using your business name in my ad. I'm just targeting people who search for it. So, you know, it's an interesting thing to do. Uh, go on and, and have a search for your business name uh, and, and, you know, other search terms related to industry and see who is advertising to show up because you might find that you're losing your first page organic um, top of page listing because someone is actually bidding on your business name. So a lot of a lot of businesses have probably uh, a lot of business owners have tried Google AdWords before, um, and we hear a lot of stories where people have tried it and they've kind of worked out themselves that it doesn't really work for them. Um, but chances are they've probably just jumped in there and maybe made a few crucial errors when they're setting up the AdWords campaign. And, and it's not like their fault at all because actually we see professionals, you know, failing to tick these right boxes as well. And it's only if you've you know, seeing those mistakes made that, that you know to go in and do it. So business owners, um, you know, they're, they're, they're so busy with their business that they don't have the time to go and find these things out for themselves mm. either. Yeah, and and it's just like we spoke about um, in, in the last podcast when we are talking about Facebook advertising. Uh, when you are setting up a, a Google advertising campaign, there are lots of these advanced settings and settings within settings, um, and unless you really know what you're doing, um, a lot of these boxes are auto-ticked to expand your interests and, and auto-adjust your bids um, and you can end up spending more per bid than, than you planned or you can potentially be targeting areas that you didn't necessarily uh, want to be targeting or you didn't know that you wanted to be targeting. Um, so unless you're really diligent with with checking every single little last bit and digging through all the rabbit holes, um, you could potentially find yourself or you might have even had a bad experience um, with AdWords. But 
we can assure you that if it's if it's set up correctly, it's one of the best marketing tools that you could use. Yeah, it's one of the things we find all the time. You know, when we're explaining AdWords to businesses and they go, yeah, you know what, we, we tried it, it didn't work, or we know someone who tried it and, and it didn't work. But um, really you, you need to have someone uh, – you know, look over your account and, and set it up in a, in a structured way that's going to get you the, the lowest cost per click uh, possible and the highest rankings possible for the most relevant search terms. And, you know, yeah, just like Facebook, if they say recommended or the, the auto default settings that most people seem to use are, are often just uh, just going to end up wasting uh, quite a bit of money and, and it can, you know, it can happen very quickly. So on AdWords, basically, it's similar to Facebook in that it's a, it's a it's a bidding platform. So what you're going to do is you're going to be inputting a whole bunch of keywords and phrases that you want to rank for. You're going to divide them out into different campaigns and, and what they call ad groups so that it's all structured very well and uh, and all very relevant. But once you've done that, basically then you have the option to bid uh, on what those keywords and phrases are worth to you. So if you're a dentist in Woolloongabba, well, obviously the search phrase and search search keywords Wool and Gabba dentists are going to be really valuable to your business. So it's important to then work out what that cost per click is worth to you because that's what you're going to be paying for is every time someone clicks on your ad, you actually are, you, you pay Google for that click. And so what's important here is so the, the average cost per click on Google is, is about $2.20, but it varies, you know, industry to industry massively. We've got clients who are, you know, 25 cent cost per click and we've got clients who are $9.50 cost per click. So, you know, five clicks and you're just about at $50. Uh, so that's when, you know, obviously it's very important that those search terms you're ranking for are exactly the ones that are that are going to drive high quality, high intent leads. So the exact moment someone's looking for your business, not necessarily when they're just in a research phase. You want them, you know, when they're there ready to pick up the phone and call or ready to buy. So if you were bidding, let's say $1 for uh, a keyword on Google or a key search phrase, it might actually sound really, really good to drive 100 people to your website at the exact time they're looking for your product or service for $100. Uh, so you've had 100 clicks, that's 100 people, it's a dollar per click and you've spent $100. But you've got 100 people on your website who are ready to buy or pick up the phone. That's That sounds really good. But then when you take into consideration what Marcel and I were talking about a couple of episodes ago, which is that the average conversion rate on a website in Australia is only 1% to 2%. Uh, that means that out of those 100 people you send to your website, whether it's from you know organic or whether they're coming from AdWords, uh, 98 out of 100 of them are actually going to leave without taking the action that you wanted them to take. And so when that starts happening, all of a sudden you've maybe got two inquiries, you spent $100 uh, and that's now a $50 you know, per lead cost. And that's, you know, not often, often not viable for most businesses. And so what we need to do is we need to, it's really important that we supplement all of our AdWords strategies with a solid remarketing campaign. And remarketing is what we were talking about last episode or a couple of episodes ago uh, with Facebook advertising, where you actually need to have, before you start any AdWords campaigns, a pixel on your website, which is tracking uh, on behalf of Facebook, 
all of the people who go to your website, putting them in an audience and allowing you to remarket to them. And so at this point, uh, so that the average conversion rate for someone going from Google AdWords to your website is actually about 2.7%, but the average conversion rate on a Facebook remarketing campaign is much higher than that. It's actually 9.5%. And so you've got three times, you're three times as likely to get a conversion if you're basically then implementing a very simple remarketing campaign to stay front of mind of those really high intent leads. And that's where the strategy all pulls together. Yeah, and I guess uh, I sh- we should just clarify that with Google AdWords, you're actually only paying when someone clicks your ad. So even if you reach, you get a thousand impressions, but no one clicks your ad, you haven't paid a single cent. Um, unlikely to happen, but you don't actually pay until someone clicks it. So it's unlike banner advertising or magazine or billboard advertising where you're just paying to be there. Uh, it's free until someone someone actually decides to click it, which also means that when someone does click it, the intent is really high. So using Carly's, Carly's example, if you were advertising for uh, a dentist in Woolloongabba um, and someone clicks that ad looking for a dentist in Woolloongabba, chances are they're then ready to make a, a booking or an appointment or they're going to make a phone call and call you. So, um, yeah, the, the, the intent coming from, from Google AdWords is some of the highest intent you can see unlike some of the other advertising channels. Um, and like Carly said, when you then back that up with a really solid remarketing implementation, then you've got a nice little strategy in place. So look, that's probably all you need to know at this stage in terms of just the difference between organic listings and paid listings and what they can do for your business and just how how important it really is to make sure that we're, uh, we're, we're basically using the full funnel of digital marketing to get the, the best outcome for our, for our dollars that we're spending. So in the next couple of episodes, we're going to be talking about email marketing and your very own website. Um, and those are two assets that you actually own, whereas everything else that we've spoken about so far are somewhat rented assets. Um, so we'll be expanding more on that and the importance of growing your email database and driving traffic back to your website and how important that is for your business. So that'll, that'll wrap it up for, uh, for the seven episode mini series. Then we're going to be jumping into a few of the topics that we've already spoken about, and we're going to be diving right into the details, uh, and, and getting a little bit deeper on a few of the things we've kind of touched on already. Thanks for listening to the Devote Digital Marketing Podcast. For your very own digital marketing health check, head over to devotedigital.com.au. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Devote Digital. Be sure to give us a follow while you're there.